First and foremost, we laid the foundation for this business long before we ever talked about me starting my own business. When we had the conversation about me starting my own business, we talked with our financial advisor and looked over our regular personal expenses. In addition to the six months of emergency savings we had in place, we determined we needed an additional six months of business expenses on reserve in order for me to comfortably walk away from my corporate paycheck. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 14 of Startup Marketing. Today, I want to pull back the curtain and talk about how to save for your own business. I think when I announced my plans to go out on my own and start authentic, a lot of my family and friends were surprised. I'm not a super spontaneous person and I like stability in my workday. So entrepreneurship, I think, sounded counterintuitive to what they knew to be true of me and my personality. But what I probably hadn't broadcasted a lot was my desire to have more freedom in my schedule and the ability to step away for longer periods of time than a typical PTO bank allows. And eventually, I'll get to that point with Authentic because of the way I'm building my business today. Something I think that everyone kind of wondered about but maybe was just too polite to ask was how I got to this point financially. As I've shared briefly in the past, I was unexpectedly let go from my marketing position of almost nine years at the start of January 2020. And for those of you who are listening to this episode way in the future, it was long before COVID was even a thing in America. The company I worked for was downsizing for a variety of reasons, and if you've ever worked in marketing, you know that marketing teams are one of the first places that businesses go to cut expenses. Thankfully, I had been building Authentic for almost a year at that point, and I was ready enough to be out on my own and taking clients. It was a huge relief to immediately transition into a new job, but it wouldn't have been as relieving if my husband and I hadn't been so prepared financially. (laughs) You're going to hear a bunch of little baby noises and sneezes because a while back, my files for my podcast started corrupting and now I'm re-recording. So I have baby Willa sitting at my feet while I record this. Okay, back to the episode. Now, I'd like to take credit and say that I had a lot to do with our financial preparedness, but in all honesty, my husband is a numbers guy in our house. It's not that I'm incapable of doing it. I actually ran a gigantic budget when I was in the corporate world. It's just that he's way, way more into it than I'll ever be. And that's one of the reasons I love him so much. Without his planning and support in my dreams, I wouldn't have been able to start authentic. First and foremost, we laid the foundation for this business long before we ever talked about me actually starting my own business. We started with an emergency savings account. If you've never thought about or looked into an emergency savings account, and regardless of whether you're planning to start a business, you want to have six months of expenses in an emergency savings account. This was something we preached consistently at my previous job in the credit union world. I know this can sound like a luxury if you're someone who's paycheck to paycheck, but it's not impossible. 
Even starting with just a few dollars a month or a paycheck is a great place to start. There's no shame in what you're able to contribute to something like this today. On average, 40% of Americans can't afford a $400 emergency expense. This means an unexpected health bill, a dentist visit, or new tires can put them in a bind. So even if you take nothing else away from this episode, I sincerely hope you start building an emergency savings account. In order for us to build our emergency savings account, we've always been very diligent about keeping our essential costs in a reasonable place. As my husband and I both started to advance in our roles and earn more money, we definitely allowed ourselves to choose more moderately or higher priced items for things that we felt were really important, but we never maxed ourselves out. We took great care to weigh our priorities and make sure that we splurged in the areas that we felt were important, but balanced those splurges with savings in areas that we didn't want to prioritize. There were plenty of discretionary spending opportunities for sure, but we prioritized putting money into a savings account before the discretionary spending. In other words, we made sure to pay ourselves first and then allow ourselves the luxury of spending that discretionary income. For many years, we plotted along at a comfortable savings rate. Eventually, we accelerated that savings and got really aggressive with what we put away. When that time came, we scaled back on things like eating out and funneled that money into savings. We did this for a variety of reasons, but mainly when the first inklings of a recession were talked about back in 2019, we really decided we wanted to fast track these savings because we also knew that I wanted to start my own business. So if you're in a position where you can put more money away, look for opportunities to do so. If you're not in a position where you have a lot of discretionary income, save your receipts for a month or two and see where you can save a little bit of money and funnel it into your savings account. One thing to note, make sure this is a separate account from all of your other accounts. This way, it isn't easy to dip into those funds for non-emergency expenses. So when we had the conversation about me starting my own business, we talked with our financial advisor and looked over our regular personal expenses. In addition to the six months of emergency savings we already had in place, we determined we needed an additional six months of business expenses on reserve in order for me to comfortably walk away from my corporate paycheck. This is when we went into full squirrel mode and really just started putting as much money away as possible. I did the research and took the time to prepare an estimated monthly budget for supporting authentic. And that was the number we used to set a savings goal. Fortunately, by the time I was laid off and suddenly an entrepreneur, we were about 70% to our savings goal and it made it comfortable enough for me to start authentic about nine months sooner than I had anticipated. Now, one thing my husband also wanted me to make sure to mention is that there are a lot of resources from your local small business administration and chambers of commerce. So make sure you check to see if there are any grants or loans available to you as well when you're getting started. This can also help offset some of the personal saving that you need to do. One way we eased into this transition was by building authentic while I was still working. This meant that some of the expenses we incurred weren't felt as deeply as they would have been if I didn't have a regular salary. It wasn't easy working full-time, being a mom of two, eventually finding out that I was pregnant and trying to build a business. It definitely took some creative time blocking and scheduling to find enough free time to get things done, but it softened the impact of those expenses and it was worth it. 
And just make sure that you keep track of all of your expenses. So when you're ready, you've got all of that prepared for tax purposes. Side note, you will have to pay your taxes on a quarterly basis as a small business. So super fun. Keep those things organized and work with a good accountant to help you out there. Another way you can prepare to be out on your own is to put as much extra money as possible away for a set period of time and then step away full-time to build your business. There will be a lull in your income, but you'll have that savings cushion to get you through it. So there's a lot of small expenses that start to add up as you start your own business. Some of them include filing expenses for your EIN and your tax ID number. By the way, I highly recommend Inkfile. It's really inexpensive and super fast. Registering your URL and domain name, setting up a website, a handful of marketing management tools you'll want, like your email provider, a social media scheduler, things like that. Any new equipment you might need, a new computer, special programs that you'll need access to, and an accountant to review your taxes, because like I said, you'll be filing those on a quarterly basis. Yay. So a lot of little expenses that can add up really quick. To help you plan for these expenses and wrap your mind around what it's going to take to get started, I've created a cheat sheet for you that you can download at getauthenticbranding.com resources. It outlines how to save and expenses you can plan on upfront to help ease the transition. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to help other women and small businesses like you find this podcast. Until next time.